listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 24th of January. Today, the NBA's reigning MVP makes a giant statement to defend his crown. Novak wins again, and his love affair with Nick Kyrgios grows too. And the Socceroos tackle the White Wolves of Uzbekistan. But first... Tomorrow, the second test between Australia and the West Indies gets underway at the Gabba in Brisbane. But no one seems to care about the cricket. Everyone's more interested in the calendar. We've got to remind ourselves that it was your decision, Cricket Australia, to schedule the test match on Australia Day, right? It's going to be falling on Australia Day. Are you recognising Australia Day or not? The public holiday is a fantastic day for everyone to come and enjoy cricket. We're not in any way boycotting Australia Day. We're just mindful that um, in our communication material, it means different things to different people. Cricket Australia Chief Executive Nick Hockley on 2GB Radio yesterday doing his best to dead bat the biggest talking point about the Test match, and that is reports that on the second day of the Test match, Friday the 26th of January, aka Australia Day, there will be no formal acknowledgement of the fact that it is Australia Day. That's outrageous! That has been the response by many, but Ben Fordham wasn't going to let Nick Hockley get away with dancing around the subject with his fancy words. I'll ask again if I can, Nick, are you recognising Australia Day or not? As I said, we're taking a consistent approach with the one that we've taken for the last four or five years. So is is that a yes or a no? I I don't understand. Is it a yes or a no? I think think I've answered my question, Ben. No, you you haven't. I've asked whether or not you're recognising Australia Day. You haven't answered the question. Uh-oh, I think Ben's got Nick on the ropes. Will the words Australia Day come over the loudspeaker on Friday? Uh, the Come on, straight answer. Uh, yeah, no, um, they won't. We've, and we've taken a consistent approach over the past... Yeah, what, hang on, is that a no? I didn't hear it. Is it no? Uh, we look, the main, as I've said, Ben, we are... No, 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 the, I want a yes or a no, Nick. Respect. Is Australia Day going to be yeah, mentioned respect. over the loudspeaker on Friday? Yes or no? I don't believe so, no. Finally, a straight answer, but not the one Ben seems to want. Let's see if Aussie Test Captain Pat Cummins can be more eloquent on the subject. You know, my personal opinions is, uh, you know, I absolutely love Australia. It's the best country in the world by a mile, and I think we should have an Australia Day, but um, I think we can probably find a, a more appropriate day to, to celebrate it. <laughs> Maybe Pat should be the one doing the hard-hitting talkback interviews from now on. But regardless of his way with words, Cummins has lit the fuse once again on the change the date debate and seemingly infuriated countless cricket fans in the process who are apparently happy for him to lead Australia to ODI World Cup glory, Ashes glory and Test Championship glory. But if he dares speak on any subject unrelated to bowling or field positions... Late yesterday afternoon, Nick Hockley did attempt to atone for his interview by clarifying that references to Australia Day have not been banned from the cricket on Friday. He just wants everyone to be happy. Embiid, coast to coast for 70! Joel Embiid is the reigning NBA MVP and the driving force behind the Philadelphia 76ers title hopes in the current season. And last night, he tore the San Antonio Spurs to shreds. And with that free throw, he's tied the great Wilt Chamberlain. Embiid set a new career high and Philadelphia franchise record when he went out and scored 70 points. Yes, one man, 70 points against the Spurs in front of his hometown Philly fans. 
Embiid became just the ninth player ever in NBA history to score 70 points or more, and in the process, he reminded MVP voters that he should be a strong consideration to claim back-to-back league honours. Remember this name! Don't worry, Joel. No one who witnessed your efforts yesterday will forget your name anytime soon. I mean, just check out how former league MVP Kevin Durant reacted to the news after his Phoenix Suns defeated the Chicago Bulls. I don't know if you saw Joel Embiid score 70. Cat had 70? Yeah, Joel had 70. Yeah, 70. Shit. Despite all the hometown hopes being eliminated, the Australian Open is marching on as we approach the semi-final stage of the tournament. And given he's won a record nine men's titles, no surprise that this guy is still in the hunt. Novak Djokovic is still very much on track for a mind-bending 10th Australian Open title after defeating American Taylor Fritsch in the quarterfinals yesterday, and he'll tackle fourth seed Italian Yannick Sinner in the semifinals. But it was his post-match on-court interview last night that I want to talk about. Yeah, I need a mic. Thanks, man. Good to see you, man. Great to see you. Looking good in that booth, but looking better here. Hopefully with a racket also soon. Um, yeah. We miss Nick. Come on, guys. Show him some love. Yeah. Post-win, Novak's on-court interviewer was none other than Nick Kyrgios, who, due to injury, is part of the commentary team for the tournament instead of in the draw. Now, just a quick reminder that these two haven't exactly been bosom buddies on tour over the years. Kyrgios has previously said that Novak has a sick obsession with being liked and flat-out called him a tool. You're a complete tool! But after Kyrgios defended Novak during the great COVID non-vaccination deportation drama a couple of years back, the two are now BFFs and have no doubt got one of those split half-heart necklaces to prove it. In fact, during the match, Novak was seen blowing kisses in Nick Kyrgios' direction in the courtside commentary box. And post-win on court last night, Nick even asked Novak to reveal the location of his special Australian Open winning secret tree. So I know there's a tree in the Royal Botanical Gardens that you go to and you hug and I don't know what you do. But can you just show me which tree that is? Because I need to get healthy because I'm sick of you winning on this court. And I just want to come back maybe once and beat you one time. Show me the tree. Where's the tree? Okay, I'll show you the tree, but you can't tell anyone. It's a big secret. So what you got to do is take off your shoes, climb the, the tree, the highest point, and hang upside down on one of the highest branches for 33 minutes and, and three seconds. And you're going to win a slam. Isn't friendship wonderful? Last night, the Socceroos' march to the Asian Cup continued. We march to victory. Having already guaranteed themselves a spot in the knockout stages of the tournament with a one-all draw with Syria, last night they were looking to lock down top spot of their group when they tackled the White Wolves of Uzbekistan at Al Janoub Stadium in Qatar. And late in the first half, the Socceroos were given an absolute gift. It's a penalty. And Martin Boyle sends the keeper the wrong way. He was the vibe manager at the World Cup here in 2022. He's just created the vibe for the Socceroos at the Asian Cup in 2024. Martin Boyle coolly converted from the spot after the Socceroos were awarded a penalty that no one even asked for. Uzbekistan defender Odlion Hamrobikov slid while attempting to tackle Aussie striker Kasini Yengi in the penalty box and missed. But he didn't make contact with the player either. 
It was only on closer inspection by the referee on the replay screen that the slightest of handballs was noticed, and Australia was consequently handed their shot on goal much to the disappointment of the White Wolves. Uzbekistan would go on to score a late equaliser, but even a draw was enough for Australia to top their group and ensure a potentially softer draw going into the tournament's round of 16, scheduled to begin later this month. And that is your fast one here to sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.